Victory. We live. Breath of the Wild's getting a sequel. <laughs> Breath of the Wild is getting a sequel. Isn't that insane? Yeah, as if I needed something else to take up all of my life again <laughs> for a hundred hours. There's a lot of memes already. Really? I haven't yeah. seen any. Have you ever seen that meme that's like a crowd in front of a huge screen? It was supposed to be a video, I think, from the World Cup and somebody makes a goal and then everybody goes crazy. <gasps> oh, yeah. And now people in, in the internet is, they are replacing whatever image is on the huge screen. They okay. already did one for the for the Zelda announcement. Oh, nice. It's so, so cool. I yeah. gotta send it to you. I mean, one does not simply walk into a Zelda game. Oh, wow. And make another meme. Well, there's a couple of them coming out, though. Yeah. There's this one, the very old school one. Mm -hmm. And then there's Breath of the Wild. Anyhow. Hi, everybody. Hi. <laughs> we've been gone. We've been gone for a while. But we've been still talking the same shit. Yeah. Since we left. Mostly. Um, mostly about games and about life and about advertising. Um, we have an idea to do something really cool, which... Uh, we're going to talk about a little bit um, today, and uh, we're also going to talk about E3. E3 is going on right now. Yeah, give you some reactions to what uh, has already been announced um, and what is still going on right now. Now, I have a question. Why have we been gone? Yeah. Well, if you look at the statistics, statistics <laughs> we would have broken up by now and had babies with other people <laughs> nice. uh, because 50 percent of marriages end in divorce no um i think we've been just uh really busy um mm -hmm. you know with a lot of other projects this is the time of the year at our agency where things really are kind of in hectic hectic and in in full force uh i think that if there's ever a criticism of our agency from people looking outside in they might say Oh, you know, the people at Zuby, man, they have it so great over there. You know, they don't stay there till midnight working every night like some other agencies. And that is true. Um, but when we are on, we're like on overdrive. Yeah. So I think what, what it, it, it's, it's a strange combination of um, a lot of planning and strategy and then going at 100 miles an hour. Yeah. Um, but we're, we're, we are going full speed ahead, at least in our work lives. And we've been so we've been connecting now, and about I think a bunch of different things that we more realistically, um, we we should also kind of talk about what games we're looking forward to playing, because um, I think from that that's three, just in general, mm. um, and and talk about what games we have been playing. Yeah, um, sure. So maybe we start with that. So what 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 have you what have you been playing since then? Since the last podcast. Since the last podcast. That's yeah. a hard part. Yeah. So think. Uh, go back to March. Back to March? Yeah, I think March was our last podcast. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I played Rage 2. Okay. Um, Rage 2. It's a fun game. Mm -hmm. It's down... Uh, I don't know. It's a very... I have mixed feelings with that game because when I started playing it, I, it was a little bit buggy, um, I have to say. Um, and those things get me very disappointed. Um, yeah. I'm a little bit of a, um, I have a little bit of OCD with those kind of things. Like uh, when it's not, like Rage 2 had some sound problems and um, some 
sometimes bosses were disappearing and I was looking around what's going on and trying to so like, oh, I'm in a puzzle. That's why I'm not being able to solve it. And by the end, it was a bug. So oh. the, boss, the boss disappeared. I was just walking around trying to That's find how I get out of there. Yeah. Basically, there was the boss disappeared. I couldn't get out. So I had to restart and those kind of things. But the game overall is fun. It's, it tries to have like uh, this kind of humor a la, a la Borderlands, mm -hmm. if you will. Mm -hmm. And I felt very much in a... Um, I'm a big Far Cry fan. And I just played New Dawn. Mm -hmm. Maybe I mentioned that in the last podcast. I think you, you were looking forward to playing it. Yeah. So I played New Dawn. And they're very similar in a way you explore the world, in the way you actually play the games. But the the very good thing about Rage 2, um, other than the graphics and all those things, which are very nice, um, the very cool, the, the, the awesome thing about Rage 2 is the mechanics. Mm -hmm. The, the fighting mechanics. There's so many things you can do. So many powers you have. So many different kind of, of abilities and all those things. What are, what are some of those abilities? Because uh, you have like a kind of like a power suit. Uh, you, you know, you're in this wasteland and mm -hmm. it's futuristic and you have this certain powers. So there's this one where you kind of, uh, I don't remember how you call the things. I'm very bad with names. Uh, especially in, in games like I don't I don't like in Destiny. I've been playing Destiny for years and I don't, don't remember the name of the weapons oh. and all. That. Yeah, that happens. But, I mean, there's so much stuff to remember in games yeah. too that you almost have to pick and choose at some point and say, yeah. "I'm not going to read all of this. <laughs> I just need to keep going on my quest, yeah. or I got to keep doing what I'm what I'm doing." So, so there's this power that you shoot. Basically, it's a shooter, of course. But then you have this other power that it's with your hand because you have like a power thing in your hand because mm -hmm. of your suit and you have you can do many things with that like mm -hmm. it has like an energy like uncharted mm, no no uncharted. No, i'm saying not uncharted um like um god what's the name of this game where you're jumping around the city and you're flying around and you're basically like full of electricity all the time it's not uncharted it's um infamous infamous yeah infamous. no not really but the power can, it could be similar because there's this one that you kind of jump and then you land with a punch in the ground and everything blows up Ooh. and it's awesome because it it does it like also in like um slow-mo slow -mo. Oh. It, it looks very epic yeah yeah and when you combine all the powers that you have with the shooting it it's a blast yeah it's a fucking blast yeah but then it has the exploration wasn't nothing new for me it mm -hmm. was very much like like a far cry game where you have like um how do you call it the the, the kind of base camps of enemies and you gotta liberate them and yeah. things happen randomly in the map also the map is beautiful mm -hmm. and the the visuals are beautiful but it, it's not groundbreaking it wasn't who, groundbreaking. who's the producer of rage 2 um in terms of the developer who's the developer there's uh, it software, okay. It, which I mean, mean, that's a, actually the reason why I bought Rage Two because I never played Rage. Okay. Um, but I got Rage Two because I was um, I wanted to have a shooter for for the PC, which mm -hmm. is mostly what I do uh, play on the PC is shooters, and it's it software, so it's kind of this is a no brainer. Yeah. <laughs> and it's good. It's good. I'm not saying. I mean, I might sound like I'm talking 
I'm trashing the game, but no, it's it's a good game. It's fun. No, I get the feeling that you enjoy the game. Yeah. I mean, there's annoying things about some games sometimes that you can't control, and yeah, I, I feel like you may have run into them. Running around looking for a despawned boss in a maze <laughs> sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. yeah. So, but yeah, overall, it's a very good game. Uh, what other thing? Oh, the other de- there's two developers. I don't know if it's two developers. Or is it's one? It's a pub. I don't know exactly why, because the publisher is Bethesda, mm-hmm. right? Um, and then you have id Software and Avalanche mm-hmm. uh, being developers. I don't know why too. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not sure how that worked. Yeah, Avalanche was the one who developed the engine. Yeah, I think id Software is because they have the license for the game. I'm not sure how that works, but. Mm-hmm. But anyhow, those are the developers. Um, other than Rage, I've been playing the Brown game a lot. Skyrim, uh, not Skyrim. Um, sorry, Elder Scrolls. Yes, yeah. yeah. Um, for some reason, I keep um, playing the game, quitting the game, erasing the game, then downloading it again and try it again. That's what MMOs I've do. Done, to you. Yeah, they, I've they done it like five times. They rewrite your DNA <laughs> so that you you want them. It's crazy. Yeah. But now I feel like I got um, more into it more than ever. Okay. And it wasn't not even because of the new expansion that's out. That's called Elsewhere or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I still have Somerset, which is a year old. Right. Um, but I don't know. I got into it. I got hooked. Mm-hmm. And last Sunday, I was I like I I'm a player. Like I played for two hours. Everybody is like, oh, Tigre, the, the, the gamer, the gamer, crazy gamer. Like, I play for two hours and I'm done. I'm like already fatigued. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay, I'm, I'm good. Done. Let I'm me good. do something else. Yeah. I'm good. Last Sunday, I played like for six hours ESO. Bravo. And I felt like I'm a useless human being. Yeah, so <laughs> that, that's exactly how you feel when you play an MMO for six hours. You feel like a big piece of shit. Um, you're like, okay, you got all these digital kudos, you know, um, and you made progress. You're, you advanced your character. You probably crafted a bunch of items. Yeah. You maybe defeated a boss or two. You have new armor. Well, that's one thing, and I think that's why I got hooked this time, is that before I was, I can say I was feeling a little bit overwhelmed with the game because there's so many things to do. Mm-hmm. And not only like crafting or, or not, not only the things in the map, like missions, quests, whatever, dungeons, but also crafting um, and then crafting armor and crafting jewelry and crafting yeah, you have your uh, weapons. And then you have your guilds and then you have, yeah. there's so many things. And I always felt like I had to do everything. Yeah. And now I realized, no, I choose whatever I want. Yeah. So, for example, I'm not a crafter. I, I just I just I just explore, mm-hmm. fight whatever I need to fight. I try to map out everything in the map, mm-hmm. like all the activities or and 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 loot. I play like a kind of like a looter, like a like a looter shooter, like yeah. Diablo or yeah. or Destiny. I just go around the world, start killing shit and loot whatever I found, and that's what I get for. I mean, those yeah. are my weapons, my armor, my everything. So I'm not uh, I'm not big into crafting. Yeah. So I, don't I, I kind of the eliminated game. things from the game in my head. Yeah. Like, oh, this is what I'm gonna do in this game. 
But I think that's and I'm fine enjoying because you, you you figured out what you enjoy from the game and let leave the crafting to people that want to max out their exactly. crafting, you know, and and you know, high level, high end, you know, players that maximize their characters, <clears throat> they will have the best armor and will have their crafting skills maxed out. And you know what? They know life the game, so that's fine for them. Maybe but, later on I but, get and, into those. Yeah, and but I was gonna say, you know, what's gonna happen is like what happened to me. You know, in, in in a number of different scenarios, uh, with like with my with my warlock, um, I I maxed out herbalism and I maxed out alchemy. This is wow. This is in wow. Okay. Um, and I had my mage, which my mage was my blacksmith engineer. So yeah, you know, and so I had different characters that I ended or up doing different, different professions mm-hmm. to craft different things, and then you know, but even my mage, which was my main, like. I hated the idea of doing archaeology. Mm-hmm. Archaeology was literally go to a little plot of land, you know, do the little digging me- uh, action. You know, you see mm-hmm. your guy doing this, you know, <laughs> and then he finds something and then he digs again. And I felt like it was so such a huge waste of time. Oh, yeah. Right? Because you're not really like it's kind of crafting is like it feels to me like a bit of a, of a waste, you know, because you don't feel... I, there was a game I forget what uh, what it what it is I think it was Final Fantasy the MMO where crafting 14. fourteen where crafting like you had to get behind a table and you had to like hammer shit out you know and I felt like that felt like a little bit more like crafting mm-hmm. um, like it made you feel like you were combining all these different ingredients and not that the WoW system wasn't good it, it, it was I just felt like for archaeology which wasn't one of the main things you could do it was a secondary profession yeah. Um, it just felt really <clears throat> hollow. Um, but you know what happened? One day I was like, fuck it, I'm going to do this. And I went and I started <laughs> doing it and I got addicted to doing it. Yeah. And I was then I wanted to do archaeology all over Azeroth. So I would go everywhere. And then I said, you know what? Let me max out my fishing. And I would go to every little yeah. lake. And, 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 and I think that's very cool because I feel, yeah, I feel like now I, I've, I've found this thing that I like about the game, which is what I like about open world games. I I really like the exploration aspect of it. More than, you know, more than leveling and all those things. What I like about these games is the exploration and, you know, the action and all that. Uh, For me, the leveling and the whole thing of looting and shit, that's for me secondary. Mm -hmm. The whole crafting thing is for me just, yeah down the line right so it's cool because then what i can do is focus and uh, mastering whatever i'm doing right now and then whenever i decide to do something else different in the game it's a completely new experience right. within the same game that i already have and paid for. now are you so, max level no not yet I'm, so i'm still that's another very thing low. like when you're when you're not even max level the focus should be just getting to max level yeah you know and then when you get to max level you can be like all right, maybe I'll become uh-huh. a blacksmith, you know, uh-huh. or maybe I'll become an armor smith or whatever. Um, so you've been playing the brown game. The brown game. And you played Rage 2. Rage 2. What else? This is going to be surprising because we always talk about this fantasy, sci-fi games and action and, and caballeros. And, and caballeros. And, and dragons and magic. And yes. I have a lot to say about and magic. And demons. Wait till I get to talk about magic. But one game that I picked up uh, oh yeah, you have a lot to talk about magic. <laughs> One game that I picked up lately, uh, recently, I'm sorry, 
was NBA 2K19. Yeah, you were playing with Robert, right? It's so fun, And it's really man. good. It's so good. I'm so happy to hear that, it's man. It's so Because, good. you know, I've lost, I lost a lot of faith in sports games. I used to be a sports game junkie. Like, Joe Montana Sports Talk Football, <laughs> Tech Mobile, Madden back in the day. Yeah. Um, and, and I even went through a phase on PlayStation where I was playing the show, the, the baseball game. Uh, MLB yeah, yeah, yeah. the show. Uh-huh, uh-huh. MLB the show is amazing. Yeah. Because the the way you swing the bat has to be you have to time it perfectly and it feels good to hit the ball. Um so tell me about NBA 2K. Does it's, it feel good? It's really good. Is it rewarding it's when really, you jam on somebody? It's it's very it's tricky. Yeah. It's just it like you skill. Said. Yeah, right, it takes skill. Takes skill. It's tricky. It has a lot of automatic uh, uh, automatic movements mm-hmm. and shit that you have to learn how to control because mm-hmm. sometimes you want to do something and the character starts doing weird thing and like I'm like, FIFA, that's not right? what I want to do. <laughs> yeah, like FIFA. Uh, but but it's so fun and and Ooh. you have so many modes, uh, playing modes. Mm-hmm. Like I I already did the career. Mm-hmm. It's so cool because you start off uh, as. This character, which is trying to get picked, mm-hmm. and he doesn't get picked, and then goes oh, to another league and starts yeah. growing and starts learning, and the story ends up you getting picked by a team. Do so you name this character? I name it. I I can customize the name? look. Whatever. I I always use my my name. Digres. No. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> I think F-Cos. it's Fcos. Okay. Yeah, F-Cos. I think it's Fcos. Uh, but uh, yesterday. Well, I'll, I'll I'll talk about that later on. Let's keep okay. it because it's about names. Okay. Yesterday, I used a, a, in a different game. I started a, a game yesterday, and I used the name which I'm gonna mention later on. But 2K19, very cool game. Graphics are impressive. I mean, if you don't know, if 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 somebody steps into my game room and watches the screen, they will think they're watching a game. I'm watching a game, mm-hmm. not playing a game. Yeah, I've seen some of this uh, game. It's crazy how it looks. It looks like a regular, like I was watching yesterday's NBA finals mm-hmm. and it's kind of sim- even mm-hmm. sharper because. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it, it almost looks too real yeah, exactly. know, in, some, in some ways. It's so good. The story mode is good. The controls are awesome. The animations on every character. I mean, they move like the real life characters i mean it's impressive yeah and it's so fun to play with friends like uh you have all the teams the 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 actual teams uh, from this season but then you can also go and select i mean this might be like this for me it's very new i'm talking like this is new probably if if somebody's listening who's been playing 2k19 is saying oh that that has been like that since ever but for me it's very new this is the first time i picked this game Yeah. yeah Um, but you can select the classic game, the classic teams. Like you can go back to the eighties and nineties. Mm-hmm. So that's mostly what Rob and I have been doing. Like choose, I I always choose Bulls like the, the Utah Jazz. Oh, the Jazz. And then he picks, I think, the uh, uh, the Supersonics. So he's been playing with <coughs> Sean Kemp, and you've been playing with Carmelo. Yes. Nice. Yes. And nice. Uh, that's the rivalry we have. That's so like cool. every night we play, we got to do that. That. Uh, yeah, you have Stockton and that Malone. game. Yeah, Stockton Malone, the other guy that looks like an old lady. Uh, yeah, I have a. You, you're stacked um, with that Jazz team, and then the the Sonics have um, Gary Payton and Gary Payton and, and Sean Kemp. Kemp. Yeah, yeah, because you know why I remember good. those two guys because those were the also the, the that was also the pair 
for NBA jams back in the day. Oh, Remember? yeah. Those were the guys, you know. The Heat always Boom, had chocolate. the nail in the coffin. The, the Heat always had Glenn Rice and, and Steve Smith or, no, Ronnie Sykley and, like, Harold Miner. And I was always like, Harold Miner? Like, I met Harold Miner. Here's a funny story. I met Harold Miner when I was 11 years old. Oh, wow. He was dating a girl that lived in my building. So oh. I was going up the elevator <clears throat> and he gets into the elevator and I look and I'm like, oh shit, it's Harold Miner. <laughs> and, and I look and, and, I, and at this point in my life, we were big Heat fans. Yeah. You know, my dad used to take me to the Miami arena, not the AAA, the yeah, Miami yeah. arena to watch them that. there. And they weren't, I mean, they weren't a hugely popular team, but I think they, they had a big following because people just loved having basketball here. Yeah. And, um, but anyways, I digress. Uh, mm -hmm. I think it's still relevant that you talk about the modes available in the game because as a new player to that that genre, that type of game, <clears throat> that's one of the things that hooked you. Yeah. You know, and I and, and big time. You know, develop game developers that that make decisions like, oh, we don't need to have classic teams in the game. Well, you know what happens? Then you lose you know, you lose the you lose players early on because that maybe they wanted that, you know, beyond and that's something that most games have had for some time. Yeah. But I think the fact that you found it, it was really rewarding. So yeah, I think it's, it's totally important. It's awesome. Yeah. You have uh, teams from every single era. All the players are there. I did notice, not that I'm saying every single players are there. That's a lie. Um, I did notice that some teams don't have some well, players. Like, Jordan for example, well, Jordan is there. Oh, is he there yeah. in NBA today? Uh, but for example, I try to play with the Miami Heat team with LeBron. Um, Wade and Bosch, and Bosch is not in the game. That's weird. Yeah. Um, and I encounter another team that didn't have a player. I don't remember which one. But yeah, some um, some teams, some players are not in the game for some reason, maybe licensing or whatever. But overall, the game is. That's okay. You still have your time. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. You still have your time. You still have, um, you know, uh, Birdman, uh, Birdman, you know. So I think uh, I think you're okay. Ray Allen, Ray Allen, Sean, Shane Battier. Yeah, like you're Battier. killing it with that team. Those yeah. teams were so good. Dude. The team was very good. Um, so that's really cool. Um, what other games? Yeah, you I... said there's a game. There's a game that you started playing recently that you put your name in. Was it the NBA 2K? Oh no! no. So yesterday, um, if yes. you guys know, maybe we can transition out to E3. So, um, or you want to mention the games that you're playing. I'm sorry about that. Um, but Sorry about that, but you don't get to talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> but yesterday or the day before, I don't remember, whenever Bethesda presented at their conference, yeah, they announced that Fallout was uh, going to be free, Fallout right. 76. They're going to have it for free, free to play for this week. And I downloaded it yesterday. And my name and my character wasn't Fcos. It wasn't Fcosia, which is the other name that I always use. Fcos from Fcosia. My name was Margarina. No, Marga. Mantequilla no Margarina. That's my name now. <laughs> Mantequilla no Margarina. Mantequilla no Margarina. You know, I have to say that I'm a big fan of butter and I don't really like margarine. So I love that name. I love that name. I love the real thing. And it's a female character as usual. I always do a female character for some reason. Me too, man. I think female <laughs> characters are just way cooler. They're badass. They're badass and 
And they're usually designed much better than the male characters. Male characters always, and I think it's because when I see a lot of the male character designs, like they just look so unrealistic, yeah. you know, and blocky to me. Some of them. Do you always try to make your female characters look hot? Not necessarily. I mean, like, I just want the thing that matters to me the most is casting animation. I know this is stupid, but. What do they look like when they're casting a spell or or pointing a oh, weapon? Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, like if they look really awkward, you know, like most of the guys do. Like I'll give you an example in in um in Diablo, the male so the male wizard, when you go to select him in your screen, he has an animation that goes like this. That he kind of opens his hands and does that. Okay, that's like what a magician on stage does. Yeah, pulling a rabbit out of a hat. Mm-hmm. You know, and I always felt like that's that looks dumb to me. <laughs> then you go to the female wizard and she's like badass, right? Fucking badass bitch. And she's like, what? You know, like fucking, you know, I'm going to blow your like shit up. Ninja. Like a fucking ninja <laughs> with, with, with magic in her hands. Like, I'm like, that's that's why everyone plays a female wizard. And that's why. Um, that's interesting. In, in all the art that Diablo has made that has wizards in it, you just see female wizards because the male wizard, I think, is just really like a failure. I do, I do try to make them hot, <laughs> <laughs> but not. I, I, of course, if you do make them hot, that's great. Um, in Diablo, you don't have a choice, right? No, I, but but when you do have a choice, well, do, my, my monk looked very. Bro, attractive. Every monk looks attractive. <laughs> <laughs> every monk looks attractive. Um, I think, I think it's important to be happy with your character, the yeah. look, the name. It's a big deal to me. I spend an hour in character creation. Oh, really? When I make characters. Yeah. I'm an idiot. My, most <laughs> of my friends are like, why do you spend so much time? And I'm like, well, if I'm going to put a hundred hours into this thing, I want to, I want to feel good about it. Yeah. So you're a true gamer. I don't know about that. I feel like you put I put yourself in a very immersive position. When you play games, yeah, more. I don't, I don't, I don't feel like I am like that. Mm-hmm. I am more down to earth, if you will, yeah. when I'm playing games. But I, I see that you really get into it. Like you really feel you are that character, and you kind of, yeah, you see it in a different way, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. I, I like that. You know, when I made my first, <clears throat> with my first mage in WoW, I was like, what would I want to look like? Like mm-hmm. that's literally what I the way I created it in my head. I would want to look like this old guy with white hair, you know. <laughs> and and that's not even like my own creation. That's influence from Dungeons and Dragons. Yeah, you know, on all the wizards that I saw in because Dungeons it's and Dragons, you, it's literally you imagining yourself right being there, being there. The the wizards that I played with in D and D were Raislin Majir, which is a re, which is a, a a wizard that becomes a god almost. And he has white hair and hourglass eyes for pu- for pupils wow. because he's cursed with seeing time. What? Yeah. That's fucking deep. Bro. Deep, right? <laughs> so then you're like, okay, Manny, go make a wizard. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> I can't just throw a wizard on there. That's I got wizards deep. in my head with hourglass eyeballs. That's crazy deep. Yeah. So sorry about that. Um, <laughs> So okay. I'll tell you a couple games that I yeah, I'll tell you a couple games ask. that I um that I have been playing. Uh I immediately uh started playing a lot of virtual reality. I never really talked oh, about yeah. it. I played Super Hot. I played um I played 
uh, uh, Ace Combat Seven. Yeah, I bought the I bought the Turbo Thruster stick. You know, my whole family ended up playing that <laughs> because when they saw me play it, they were like blown away. So I, I got it. it. It got a lot of replay value because my father-in-law played it, my brother-in-law played it, my wife played it. Um, I played a lot of Tetris 2 on the Switch. I think you know that. Yeah, I've been still too. playing it. Oh, um, yeah. I forgot that. Played a lot of Tetris. It's and been crazy. It's been the crazy. amount yeah. of time I've <laughs> yeah. spent in Tetris. Yeah. It's been Jesus. sick. Jesus. It's been sick. So I also played, I also downloaded Tetris Effect and played on the PlayStation and oh. VR. How is that? You have to come over and play it so I you can appreciate to. it. Um, it's really, really fun. Really, really fun. Cool. Um, I also downloaded Sekiro, played Sekiro. I think I talked about it last podcast. Did you finish it? Never finished it, um, only because I got sucked <clears throat> into another world, um, which is what I'm playing now. Um, well, actually, no. I stopped playing Sekiro because I started playing Mortal Kombat. Oh, Remember yeah, I downloaded yeah, Mortal yeah. Kombat? I forgot Switch? to mention Mortal yeah. Kombat. So we downloaded Mortal oh, Kombat, so and cool. my wife loves Mortal Kombat, and so do all my friends. So we, you know, we 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 I played it on the Switch pretty consistently. Um, I'd say for about a month, um, and then I started playing Magic. So Magic has a, a desktop version now called Magic Arena, um, nice. and I'm talking about Magic: The Gathering, the playing card game, yeah, um, the collectible card game. So. I, I, I'm a Hearthstone player. I never really played Magic. What I've found is that Hearthstone is great, but Magic is way more complicated, way more nuanced, way more difficult, which means I love it way more. It's deeper. It's deeper. Um, and <clears throat> now Hearthstone is like now Hearthstone for is babies. Like, it's not like for babies, <laughs> but it's still deep. Hearthstone can get really deep, but I feel like I, I feel like. Because I can get rank one playing casually. Um, if I was like a if I were like a pro, I would I would have like I would get legendary easily. Um, ooh, I, I want to do that with magic. Yeah, I want to I want to see how far I can go because you know I'm already competitive. Yeah, so I want to <laughs> see how far I can go. And so now there's this Magic the Gathering arena which you can download on your desktop and play, and it has all the cards that you can buy in paper digitally. Now it doesn't have. It only has the mod, the the standard set. So what that means is you can only play the last. It's about two and a half years of cards on oh, the digital okay. version, because the truth is Magic has twenty five years of cards. So they're not gonna put how many in total would you estimate? That, I mean, I mean, God, I don't know. Uh, I have no idea. That's a great question. Twenty five years of making cards. Twenty five years of making cards. Now here's the here's here's also part of the difference. Um, in terms of mechanics for stand for for modern today, modern um, magic, there are forty different mechanics that the cards have in them. And what I mean by mechanics are yeah, like I was gonna haste, um, uh, uh, proliferate. Um, you know, these are things that the what cards can do. Things? They're just things that the cards can do. How they, how the cards can attack or defend. Right. So when you're casting spells mm -hmm. um, with your mana, sometimes you can <clears throat> cast enchantments or sorceries um, or different types of spells, and those things have effects. Um, uh, okay. So, for example, eg uh, exile is when you put something in exile. Um, that's kind of like an effect. Um, when you uh, Uh, scry, for example, is is another effect where you get to look at your library, right? Mm -hmm. the, the the one that you're drawing cards from, um, and things like that. So there's 40 <clears throat> different mechanics. 40. 40. So oh, you have Jesus. to. I mean, the what I was telling my um, my brother who was asking me about it um, was that 
and he played Yu-Gi-Oh. So he was a Yu-Gi-Oh player. So he used to collect Yu-Gi-Oh cards and play. And mm-hmm. some, there's a, there are a lot of similarities there. Um, magic is like a combination of chess and poker. Okay. Where chess is the perfect game in in from the perspective of that both players know everything about the game. Okay. Like everything is presented to you in front of you. Now you one player may know more than the other, um, but ev- but both players have the same pieces. And it's like, you know, that's the entire game in front of you. Whereas poker, it depends on the randomness of the draw, right? Yeah. And it depends on also bluffing. Mm-hmm. And so you're playing a card game. So it's like you have to have kind of like the chess mentality where you lay out a strategy, but then you also have to deal with the randomness of sometimes you didn't get a good hand. Yeah. You know, and you have to still <laughs> figure out how to win. So from that perspective, it's been really fun. And uh, that's what I've been spending most of my time doing lately. So you went on Sunday to a... Yeah. So Sunday there was the pre-release event for Modern Horizons, which is the newest modern printed um, expansion for the game. And uh, I basically did what is called a sealed event where they give me six packs. Um, I bust them open. Uh, I put together a deck of 40 cards with that with those cards. You get 17 in a pack. 17. You get 17 in a pack. 15 of them are Why that random number? Why not 20? Well, it's 15. <laughs> I know that I, I asked the same question when I when I when I started opening them and then I, and then I realized as I was learning more about it, you get actually 15 um, and then one is like a token. Uh-huh. You know, and another one is like a promo or, or or a land or something like that. Um and again, land is mana in this game. So you get yeah. you get lands in this game. Um so <laughs> I did that and then I played a little bit in the tournament. Um lost most of the games, won a few games. Um, again, I'm a total noob. Uh, the magic community is a very, very, from my experience, very helpful and friendly community. Um, I went to Tate's gaming in Lauderhill. Uh, they were very friendly. The judge there, Dylan was, was excellent. He helped me put my deck together. Like what more could you ask for? You know, the guy came over, I told him, Hey, look, I'm new to this. He's like, he sat down with me. He's like, look, look at this rare that you got. By the way, I opened up a rare that's worth 20 bucks. And it's like the most it's like wow. the most sought after rare right now in in in, in the game. It's called Renin Six, um, and it's a mythic. It's a rare. It's a rare mythic, a mythic rare. I'm probably saying that wrong, but whatever. <laughs> it doesn't matter because I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're you're like well, yeah. the audience is gonna yeah, be like, but oh, someone in the audience the will be like, you fucked it up, <laughs> Manny Fresh. You didn't say the right name. But yeah, so it's a really fucking expensive card. But the point is that it's expensive because people have found a really good use for it. Um, and it's a card that you can play early. So there's a lot of benefits to it. So I've been playing Arena on the desktop. Yeah. And I've been playing with real cards. Nice. So I'm totally hooked in both parts of the world of my life. Um, <laughs> it's been fun. I got to say, it's been a lot of fun. That's um, cool. And then with E3 happening and us tuning in, you know, I can't help but think, okay, well, magic is great. Um, Warcraft, uh, World of Warcraft Classic comes out at the end of August. Um, Link, uh, Link's Awakening is September 20th or something like yeah. that. Uh, I have my, the back half of the year for me is booked. I'm booked. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> I can't do anything. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, so I'm really excited. I'm really excited to get the podcast going again because there's a lot of fun things happening in the world of gaming. Talking about fun things that are happening. What do you think of E3? Yeah, so I mean, we were talking a little bit about this, and um, I was again really, really happy 
to, to see that there was a um, expansion coming for Zelda. Um, I think there were some other really cool things that they announced. And um, my I paid more attention, I think, to the Nintendo mm-hmm. uh, presentation because um, most of the stuff that I play is on Nintendo. So, like, um, Luigi's Mansion looked really good. Um, what do you think of The Witcher 3 coming to Switch? So, I have Witcher 3 already that I bought through Steam. And mm-hmm. I played the shit out of it. And I also played Gwent, by the way, which yeah. is another card game <laughs> online. So, I'm just a card game junkie. But uh, I think it's interesting. I mean, Witcher 3 here's something that I think you you and I can relate to uh, when we downloaded Mortal Kombat you and I both were like it looks really good but when you play it on the PS4 you notice the difference oh, yeah. you know like there are big differences Witcher 3 is such to me such a visually beautiful game and it's 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 scary beautiful sometimes right yeah. like some of the some of the witches that you fight and some of the demons that you fight are just so scary, but they're so well designed and and, and they just look stunning. And I don't know if the Switch is going to be able to, to, to duplicate that for me. You know, I wouldn't buy it for nostalgia. Like, okay. I, if I want to replay it again, I'll just replay it. On I think that I think that they're going for people that haven't played it. Mm-hmm. You know, that have didn't have the capability or the graphics card to drive Witcher Three. And they're catering to that to that audience, okay. which is, is fair. You know, there's well, I mean, what do you think of Skyrim on on the Switch? Uh, I again, I I don't know that I. I feel like they've milked that bad boy everywhere, so I don't know if I would play Skyrim on the Switch. I think that's what's happening. Uh, I I are they milking Switch uh, Witcher? Yeah, and and I just made up a name for it. I'm gonna call Nintendo and and, and copyright it. <laughs> Switcher three. Switcher three. That's awesome. <laughs> Switcher. Nintendo Switcher. I, I I wasn't I wasn't very excited when I saw Switcher three. <laughs> <laughs> and why not? I wasn't very excited. Uh, first of all, because I had it. I have an interesting story with The Witcher three. Okay. Um, I bought it for. For the PS4 a long time ago. Uh-huh. And um, it was such an intricate game that I I just I couldn't handle it. Mm-hmm. Um, and I I actually returned it. Really? Yeah. Um and this is me without knowing everything about Witcher 3. Mm-hmm. Um, I just uh, I knew about the game, I knew about the existence of the game. Uh, but nothing that I knew of how how great of a game it is, right? Mm-hmm. I just went to GameStop. I saw it there. It was for 20 bucks, and I'm like, oh, I'm getting this. I didn't get hooked because it was very intricate to me at the time, for me, uh, for some reason. Uh, but then I got it for PC. Mm-hmm. Again, I have no reason for why. I just saw it in Steam and I was like, let me give it another try because yeah. now I, I've heard about how and your great computer is badass too. Huh? And your computer was ready to do like, Yeah, yeah. It was, so I downloaded it and I was then I was like, Oh shit, this is this is a great game. Now I haven't finished it. Mm-hmm. I've played like like I wanna say like fifty hours. No way. And I'm like level less than ten. I mean it's it's so you've gone off on some tangents. Oh I would imagine. Jesus. I've I've been around like, 
Um, so, but the game is beautiful. Now, I don't understand it, and I don't understand Switcher. Yeah, I mean, I, Switcher like, is like what's... one of those games where. Okay, so I picked up Dark Souls at Dark Souls Three, and yeah. I loved it, and I played it, and I loved it, and you know, everybody knows I loved it, and it compelled me to play two and one. But I also felt like I didn't have to play two and one, and I would have been fine. When I played Witcher Three, if I wouldn't have played the first two, Witcher Three wouldn't have been as as good as I thought it was. Okay. Because th there's so much story built into it at that point, and I almost feel like you kind of have to, if you want to get invested in the game and 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 understand why certain things are happening, you you would have to play a little bit of the first two. I would recommend playing the first two. I actually had a friend that told me you should play. Dark Souls 1 and 2 before Bloodborne at least to play that type of game before you play Dark Souls 3 but I didn't do that <laughs> to him so um, okay. so yeah so Witcher is another interesting one I think Witcher I was oh, it's okay yeah. but for me personally I won't I'm buy like, it I'm not gonna buy it I'm not gonna buy it yeah. um, I did get Skyrim and I, I regret it I you mean did? for me it's not for me the, the my Switch is a very casual thing it's got to be casual accessible yeah you know what i mean like, it's not for me to sit down and play like i get into it like i've played you know i don't know an assassin's yeah. creed or eso or, or, or an eso yeah. for me it's more like a casual thing like by the way i'm playing like cuphead now a lot in in uh, on the switch but you know cuphead it's just yeah. Get the switch, it up. fight a boss. Yeah. If you beat it, you continue. If you're not, you put it down. Yeah, go back and fight a boss. Yeah. And that's you know, not like how I played Odyssey. Odyssey. Hmm? That's not like how I played Odyssey. Yeah, I literally picked up Odyssey. I pick up Odyssey. I, I'm like, okay, I need 30 moons. I get 15 moons, <laughs> and then I just pick it up later. You know, like yeah. And it, that's I feel like the switch is perfect for stuff exactly like that. for stuff like that. But this immersive games like Skyrim, like Switcher, yeah. I don't, I don't see it. Don't For see me, it. it doesn't work. Me neither. Me neither. But, and that's kind of like why I also kind of stopped playing Mortal Kombat too. I mean, the, Mortal Kombat's a great game, first of all. But um, but I felt like I needed more, and I, and I guess I wasn't going to get more. Um, no, I, 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 do, I do recognize the contradiction that we're having right now. Because we are big fans of Breath of the Wild. We are. <laughs> yeah, I know. But Breath <laughs> of the Wild is... Not like it's Witcher. It's not as immersive in in terms of content. Right. Breath of the Wild is the type of game you can pick up and put down right away. Because, yeah. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. hey, okay, I'm gonna try, I'm gonna do this shrine. You know, I'm just I, you know what? It's lunch. I'm gonna do two shrines. Yeah. I'm gonna go boom two shrines and I'm good. Like Witcher is like sit down, listen to this fucking story. Like you know, then go out and then go do this thing. And it's like you almost feel like you have to be present, you yeah. know, at every turn yeah, yeah, in yeah. order to, to, to... Yeah, yeah, I take it that back. I, I you take know, it back. So, so, I don't know. You know what I think? I think if you really want to take Breath of the Wild, like, to, to the next level and you want to do, like, all the content, um, I think it would be, you know, I think in that case, maybe the Switch isn't the best place to do it. You know, maybe doing it at home or, or on a different... Like for example, doing all the scenes, like um, like getting the thirty uh, memories, you know, uh -huh. like and you want to sit down and pay attention to the memories and and relive the whole thing. I mean, if you want to do it, you can do it. You but do it's it. a very doing it on the Switch isn't bad. Either. It's a very easy going game. It's yeah. not as as dense as yeah. a Skyrim and a and a Switch. Right, right. It's not as heavy. Yeah, it doesn't feel as heavy. 
Um, outside of Nintendo, um, we talked a little bit yesterday about Microsoft because you, Microsoft. your point was like they, they're going apeshit, and I agree. Um, and then we talked a little bit about Cyberpunk. Oh, uh, and because everyone was like, was that Keanu? Like yeah. at first we didn't <laughs> even know. Keanu, at first we didn't know if it was him or not, and then we're like, yeah, it is him, totally. Is Keanu for you, Neil or John Wick? Neil. For me, it's Neil. Completely. Yeah, he's Neil. <laughs> I mean, no, he's 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 actually Bill. Oh yeah. You know, he's Bill that became Neil. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. so um, <laughs> and that's why I'm so screwed in my mind because this guy has evolved. You know? Yeah, like Jamie Lannister, you know, from like Game Jamie of Thrones. Lannister. You know, like I'm a bad guy. No, I'm a good guy. Wait, no, I'm a bad guy. Well, we're talking about games. Are we going to talk about Game of Thrones? Here? Well, the the word game is in the title, Game yeah. of Thrones. So, you know. no, let's continue with the three. What okay. else do you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah, Microsoft uh, announced like five thousand games, Age of Empires. I have them here listed. Uh, Wasteland oh, yeah, Three, Remaster Psychonauts, Age of Empires, too, Lego right? Star Wars. Yeah, um, Legend of Right, Microsoft Flight Simulator, which my neighbor is like going crazy about that because he loves oh, that simulators. Looked very good. It looked really good. Um, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. What do you think about that? Do you see the game, the 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 the, um, the gameplay thing? Yeah. So I saw the gameplay. I've never heard of Respawn Entertainment. So for me, it was like the first time. What do you mean? I've never heard of Respawn. You don't know the Titanfall games? Oh, Titanfall. They did Titanfall. Titanfall. Yes, of course. Never yeah, mind. I, I take it back. It was the first game I had. Titanfall. Yeah, Titanfall. They did Titanfall uh, yeah, 1 right. and 2 and they did uh, Apex Legends. Now, I love Titanfall. That, that studio is very good. I love Titanfall. I wish it would have gotten more love. Yeah, like me too. It's a very underrated game. game. I played the shit out of that. I never played 2, so I take it back. Yeah, so Respawn um, and EA are doing Star Wars Jedi Fallen yeah. Order. Set in the Star Wars universe shortly after revenge of the sith so interesting that they're going backwards in the timeline to drop a game in the middle um but uh but i think it's really interesting and we saw some of the gameplay um and i think the crowd really liked it um it uses the unreal 4 engine which is it's why i did Unreal it. 4 yeah I, which is why i was like respawn is doing this game because why would they take the Unreal Engine to do this game? Yeah. Um, but that's well, what I, I didn't read. know that. Yeah, that's what I read. Well, so. Unreal Engine is a very, I mean. <laughs> that's the bread and butter of shooters. It's, it's I'm sorry. a fucking great yeah. engine. That's like one it's of the impressive. best engines. But uh, um, I didn't know they were doing. Uh, yeah. yeah um, um, I didn't know they were doing it with The Unreal. writer was Aaron Contreras, who wrote Mafia 3. Um, and uh, the studio collaborated with this film. Yeah, which is a Latino, which is why I wanted to say. No name games. No. Latino shout out. Aaron Contreras. Um, I we should probably send him an email. What do you think about the gameplay? I saw it and I have a I did feel like I was watching a very similar game as it was very similar to God of War. Uh-huh. For some reason. Yeah, it felt it felt like uh the movement of the characters and the maybe the camera angle. The camera perspective. Like the, the over the shoulder the fighting. Yeah. Yeah. Um the powers. Yeah. How he throws the, 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 the lightsaber, the lightsaber and then get back. it back. Yeah. Yeah. It, it I I didn't see anybody having that comment. Because I was watching it live mm -hmm. and, and I actually went to the comments in the videos mm -hmm. uh after it. And I've I've never seen a comment saying that it's similar to God of War, but I did feel 
the mechanics or the design of the game is kind of similar for some reason. I really like the saber throw. Oh, that's cool. That's one of my favorite things from... And how he uses uh, the force. And the can, force choke, yeah. Yeah, and, yeah. and, and he can grab a, a, an enemy and throw it and to throw another him. one. Yeah. It's a stormtrooper. We had... Um, that's cool. We had a similar mechanics in um, Star Wars... Uh, uh, the Old Republic. So, I mean, I think it was really, really cool to see some of that stuff come up yeah. again. I mean, it's stuff that you've seen in movies, but when you get to do it, it feels so it feels so cool. And if they can, you know, from the gameplay trailer, which I have running here now, um, I think it's I think it's going to be a really really cool game. Um, I'm yeah, I'm hyped. About yeah. that game. I'm not a big Star Wars fan, but I'm I'm hyped. And this and I'm not. A big EA <laughs> fan, uh, but it's in, it's it it caught me by surprise when they proudly announced mm -hmm. that this game was gonna be single player, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. not online, not multiplayer, not anything. Which that's great. EA is the, it's one of the big ones saying that the future is online, that the future is multiplayer, that right. the future. Um, and now they are going back to doing a single player yeah. uh, campaign story driven game, which I love. But I why love. not? You know, like the, if mean, the formula works, it works. You know, it worked for Breath of the Wild. It worked for every, every countless Sony games. Countless Sony games. <laughs> um, uh, you know, it people want that experience. It's still valuable. Yeah. Um, why not give pe give the people what they want? You know. The, the multiplayer stuff, like, again, Star Wars The Old Republic, a huge multiplayer Star Wars game that was, to me, a great game, but a lot of people hated it. Um, I feel like I'm the best, one of the best parts of that game was the campaign mode. Mm -hmm. Like, going through the campaign, leveling up, it felt like a single-player experience mm -hmm. with an MMO layered on top. You know who's going back to a single-player campaign again? Who? Call of Duty. Oh yeah, I saw the I saw the Call of Duty trailer, which looks really good too. It by the way, awesome. I mean, a lot of people were like, the name is like not great because it's like the it's, same name. It's Call of Duty. Call of Duty. It's um, already burned. But um, but but it looks very good. good. Yeah, and they're going good. back to a single single player campaign, which Blackout Four didn't even have. They right. just it's just an online game with the battle royale thing. Right. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah, that's really cool. Um, other than that, um, I didn't really catch much else outside of that. I saw so I saw Nintendo um, and I saw Microsoft. You know, Sony's not there this year, um, but I did see Bethesda. You saw Bethesda, so I saw Bethesda. What, what, what was your reaction? My reaction was well, it's very different from the from the comments I've I've been people seeing. have been killing them online. They've been trashing been Bethesda, Bethesda a lot, yeah. and I thought they did. I mean, they didn't do great. Yeah. Um, the thing is that people were expecting something about Elder Scrolls Six. Yeah, and they, and they were uh, um, waiting, uh, expecting something about um, Star or something that they're doing a new RPG, space uh, opera RPG or something. Uh -huh. Space Starflight, Starlink. I don't know. I don't Star remember. Fox. No, Star Fox. No. <laughs> <laughs> I wish. <laughs> That'd be so sweet. people were expecting those, and there was nothing about those games. Um, but I think they, I, I, it wasn't as bad as people are talking. I mean, I, I thought it was pretty good. They acknowledge, acknowledge the messed, um, the, the 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 
missed opportunity. No, the Fallout seventy six launch that was a, oh that a was huge a dis- mess. That was a disaster. They, yeah, they, there was a whole Mia Culpa thing. They didn't they didn't apologize, mm-hmm. but they did acknowledge. Hey, we screwed up. Um, thank you for staying with us. Thank you for staying um, helping us build this game mm-hmm. and whatever. Um, so that was okay. The, there's new things coming to Fallout seventy six that they announced. Um, including a battle royale, which I'm I'm not interested in, but I guess a lot of people are interested. Um, they did announce a lot of mobile things, which people are not very happy about. That uh, they they talked about Blades, that's a, the Elder Scroll mobile game that's going to switch. Um, and then they they're bringing back. You remember you remember Commander Keen from oh, Eid Software. Cool. Commander Keen. It's a platform, action platformer with a no, guy with a helmet. No, I didn't play that. It's a very maybe 80, late 80s, maybe early 90s game. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was a platformer by id Software. Mm-hmm. Um, it was very fun. I, I remember playing it. Uh, and they're bringing it back to, to mobile. Okay. Um, so people are disappointed that they were announcing mobile games. I, I, don't, I don't give a fuck. I mean... Yeah. I mean, I don't know why. Why is it people so fucking uh, pissed off when game dev- developers announce mobile games? I'm, I understand the situation with Diablo. Yeah, I do understand that. Yeah, because people are expecting a... one yeah. thing. You're yeah. expecting the Diablo four announcement. Yeah, and you get a mobile game. Yeah, exactly. That's a huge letdown. That 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 I understand, but but it seems like developers cannot mention mobile in this world yeah because it's gonna be a backlash for them so. i think it's a generational thing i think that the next generation of gamers will it will be that they expect mobile games Ah, uh, maybe because yeah. look at the kids that are playing fortnite well, and apex yeah Legends gen z and, kids are you know playing. they're not the ones that are on the forums you know upset yeah. it's all it's all it's our the generation older, the older yeah. generation um, you know, maybe Gen <laughs> X, maybe millennials, millennials um, in that in that mix. Um, I feel like they're the ones that are mostly disappointed. Yeah. And the reason why is because we've invested a lot of money into our PCs. We've invested a lot of money into um, our, our our gaming setups. And and you know, mobile just doesn't provide the same connection to your games as I mean, if you had the opportunity to play Fortnite on a mobile phone and to play it on a desktop. You would play it on the desktop every well, single time. Here's here's what I think. I agree with what you're saying, but I'm gonna add something. If you're doing a mobile game, do a mobile game. Like, don't take Diablo, a PC game, with with the fans that that you know Blizzard games have, right. <laughs> hardcore fans. Don't take a PC game, thirty million guys, and bring it to the okay. to to mobile. Right. If you're gonna do a mobile, just do a new IP on mobile. Yeah. yeah. And that's it. Yeah. And I think that's what's happening also with Blade. Mm-hmm. Elder Scrolls on um, Blade, it's an Elder Scroll game. Everybody is accustomed to having the big PC Elder Scroll games. And then they announce it for mobile. Then it's like, why do you take my game and put it in mobile? And uh, that's, uh, that's, I am your target, but you're giving me something that I don't want. It's a marketing error. I think it is. It's a marketing error, which is a great segue for us to tee up our next episode, which our next episode is going to be about uh, our perspectives on marketing, not just for um, video games, but marketing 
to Hispanics in general. Yeah. Um, and, and and segment marketing. There there isn't really a, a, a predominant book about this out there in the world. Um, I as a professor don't have access to like a segment marketing type handbook even. So um, Fcos and I have have uh, been discussing this idea that he had about a um, a some sort of literature that kind of explains this um, this phenomenon that we've yeah. been experiencing. And I think that's a perfect example because we experience it here in advertising when we have a client that wants us to produce something for TV and then just says, take what we did for TV and put it on digital, mm -hmm. you know, and it's, and, and, and it, logically it makes sense because you're thinking, you know, take a 30 second spot, cut it down into some 10 sec, but, but you're not creating it with digital in mind to no, begin with. At all. So you can't take that approach because there's just, what you lose so much in the translation, you, you, you lose way too much. And then here's the other thing. It, it, it logically makes sense to say, look, Skyrim Elder Scrolls is a great fucking IP. Let's bank, let's bank off of that brand loyalty and that intellectual property and make a, a mobile Elder Scrolls game that Elder Scrolls fans are going to be like, oh, that's so cool. But the truth is that's not how branding works. And that, that to, to go back to what we, you know, what, what our, what our book is, is going to talk about, I think would be, um, you know, the mistakes that I think a lot of, um, developers, video game developers in particular make when they try to associate these properties. And, yeah. and, and there's a lot of, uh, opportunity for growth, I think for, for those companies. It, it's interesting because Blizzard was the one who screwed up with Diablo, yeah. but they, they did great with Hearthstone. Right, but Hearthstone was made for mobile. Exactly, that's what you I'm know? saying. So you, to they your created point. a new game. Yeah, and within the universe of of Warcraft. Oh, wow. Yeah, but it's a new game specifically for mobile. Right, it wasn't like a mini World of Warcraft. Exactly, you know, which and is that, what I think that's a big mistake. Yeah, and that's why mobile. Because let's be honest, every gamer has games. In the phone. Yeah, I have on their phone. You know, and they play games. Those. Yeah, and it's not that they hate playing games on the phone. They're no. gonna play games on the phone. Right. They just don't want to play Far Cry Five on the phone. Right. They don't want to know that Ubisoft took Assassin's Creed to mobile. Right. By launching the next game on mobile. Right. They just want to have, you know, AC card game. Assassin's Creed card game that yeah. they can play on the phone. Right. So not every franchise and games are good to transition to mobile. Yeah. That's what I think. And and look at Heroes of the Storm. Heroes of the Storm takes exactly. Blizzard characters from all their universes yeah. and throws them in the mix. You know, that's brilliant, you know, mm -hmm. but you're creating a whole new game to throw these guys against each yeah. other. Hearthstone is Heroes of World of, War uh, of World of Warcraft, you know, thrown against each other in a different format. Um, that's how you, you create a new game, Yep. you know, you create a new game and then, and then you use the branding to support that because then that makes sense. Yep. Like I'll tell you right now, if they made a Skyrim, uh, online card battler, you know how many people would sign up to play that shit? Well, there, there is. Okay. So there Elder is. Scroll, uh, Elder Scroll Legends. Oh, it's I a card game. That's right. That's right. I, you know what? I'm an idiot. I played it. That's actually the one <laughs> I right. played. Yeah, that's right. We both played it. We both played it. But so, yeah. So, I mean, again, you know, like... Uh, People imagine, are playing it, but it's a very Fallout mobile 76, format. You know, Fallout type card gamer. 
Oh, yeah. they did Shelter. They did Shelter. Fallout Shelter. Okay, so there you which go. is a very mobile game. It's right. a, you know, but, and they did good. I think yeah. they did good, yeah. but people still have this stigma. Yeah, exactly. It's a stigma. And I think people will get over it. And I think as mobile devices get even better with yeah. 5G, we're going to start doing things, things that are, we haven't the been able to do before. The thing is going to also take. We're going to see the evolution Mobile of it. to the next level. Yeah, we're going to see the evolution of it. Now, okay, so uh, talking about Bethesda, uh, so they announced that, they announced a lot of uh, mobile games. The For me, the highlight of Bethesda, is that this is why I did like their presentation. I mean, it wasn't mind-blowing, but it was good. It's Doom Eternal. Yeah. I'm a big, I mean, if you guys have been listening to the po- this podcast, you know that Manny and I, we're very huge fans of Doom. Yes. So, Doom Eternal looks amazing. Yeah, that looks crazy. I had to go back good. to see that. Um, crazy yeah. good. And they have new battle modes yeah. uh, which for online gaming, which mm-hmm. I, I think it was. I, I'm not a big online player, a shooter player, mm-hmm. uh, but I think Doom to, um, 2016, that's what it was lacking a little mm-hmm. bit about the, 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 the multiplayer modes and all that. Yeah. Uh, but this one brings interesting modes, even that you control the NPCs for the the Slayer to yeah. you know to attack the Slayer and shit. Yeah. Um, so those kind of things are interesting. But for me, it's it's just Doom. It's just a game, and yeah. it looks amazing. It looks incredibly good. I'm I'm wondering why the, how these people got to run this game in 60 frames 4k oh yeah console. i mean we'll, we'll, we'll this see this it tech engine it's crazy shit <laughs> um and then you have the new wolfenstein too which mm-hmm. is coming very soon mm-hmm. um that caught my interest too it, it looks very cool people. even though people are kind of sketchy about it i don't my know layman. why and this one's gonna have co uh co-op mode so it's two girls it, it looks fun but for me, the big highlight was Doom Eternal. Do you remember when you used to sh- when you used to shoot the the Nazis, or as Brad Pitt says in Inglorious Bastards, Nazis. Nazis. <laughs> Do you remember when you used to shoot the Nazis in in Wolfenstein? What they would say? My layman. <laughs> the, the, the old school one. <laughs> and like when you would catch them, <laughs> when you would catch them off guard, That's they would so go people. <laughs> Like, what was that? Is that German? <laughs> Somebody needs to call in and tell us. That's so good. It's so, so good. Yeah, so um then then we had um Ubisoft. Then Ubisoft, right? Which was horrible in my opinion. So they didn't bring the commentary on Ubisoft that I'm reading here is kind of mixed. Like some people that I guess are Ubisoft fans. In my opinion, it was it wasn't it, Bethesda, which is the one getting all the trash, yeah, was way better than Ubi. Ubi was, I mean, to me, they had no news basically, no mm. news. Mm. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, they had, they have games. That- well, they had half as much. Think about it this way, and maybe this is why I felt like they didn't have a lot. Nintendo had like, I want to say like, twenty announcements, uh huh, something like that. Of which 15 of them were amazing, yeah. right? Ubisoft had like seven. Ubi had seven, which or were eight. around that. Yeah. Let's say, let's take 10. Let's say put a number. Nine or eight of them were just updates to current games. Right. And, or, or, or expansions. Yeah. 
And then they had the announcement of the new Ghost Recon game, yeah, which looks um, looks break, cool. Point. Um, looks looks nice. Uh, but that was it. Yeah. By the time they finished, I was like, "That it?" Yeah. I mean, one of my favorite developers, which I have a very strong love hate relationship with, um, had nothing to say about AC. I mean, Assassin's Creed mm -hmm. had nothing to say about a new Far Cry or mm -hmm. anything. Did you see Gods and Monsters? Gods and Monsters. Yes. So check check it out a little the bit. The cartoony more. one that was developed by the guys who did Odyssey, right? Yeah. It looks like Breath of the Wild. Oh yeah. It looks oh, yeah. like Breath of the Wild and and it's so it looks Oh, that's so a much. new IP, which bro, this thing is a straight nice. rip from Breath of the Wild. <laughs> I'm sorry. You think yeah, so? Yeah, it's their IP. It looks nice. But um I mean, look at yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's. It I'm, looks I'm, very I'm showing nice. I'm showing of course a, a, a screenshot of um yeah, of it. It looks a lot um, like Breath of the Wild. You know, so I mean, this this <laughs> is obviously the story has nothing to do with Link. Um, you know, it's their own. Um, it's their. It's basically the story of uh, Homer Homer's Odyssey, um, and it's him telling the story to his kids or right. to his grandchildren or some some shit like that. Um, so the, the, the game takes place um, on this island, on this fantasy island, in which ancient Greece is basically, you know, the background. So that's why you see the pillars and the statues. Um, but, but in looking at the game, I mean, here's another screenshot. I mean, obviously that doesn't look like Breath of the Wild because that monster looks really unique. You yeah. know, that looks like a Medusa. Um, but just the way the grass was moving, mm -hmm. you know, the clouds, the, the, the wide open landscape. Um, You know, there were a lot of there were a lot of similarities. Um, you know, even the motions um, in combat. You know, this in, yeah. this in this instance, the 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 guy fighting the harpies. Um, now, it will I will I play it? Shit, it looks really good. You know, I don't know. I'm not sure. I, I'm gonna wait to see. But we'll some see. Streams I'll wait for it to be free. <laughs> <laughs> so that was Ubi. I was I was very disappointed. Maybe yeah. it's. It, Again, it's all about expectations, and one of the most, and uh, the ones that I was um, expecting a lot from was Ubisoft because right. I like their games. Yeah, or, or some of their games are my favorite. Yeah, part I, of my I, favorite I, games. Too. I like I like a lot of their games. Too. Uh, but I was disappointed with Ubi. There's something that they're doing with con like TV content. Yeah, uh, they're they're doing a show. I don't remember what was it, but they're doing a show that's going on Netflix, I think. Um, other than that, then Ubi was the other one. Um, Square Enix. Um, they had uh, the new Avenger, mm -hmm. Avengers, Avengers games. Game. It looks awesome. Yeah, they look really um, cool. The reactions seem to be very, mm -hmm. very good. People are hyped. Other than that, a lot of Final Fantasy things, the yeah. remake thing that we know it's happening. I don't know Square Enix. I'm, I'm, I'm a little bit lost with yeah. them because I, I don't know a lot of them about them. Um, and then the Nintendo one. Yeah, which, the Nintendo one, which we saw today. For me, the big highlight there, um, even though I don't, I'm, I'm not excited about it, was the... Switcher 3. Switcher 3. And then the Breath of the Wild announcement. Yeah. For me, that was like, holy crap. I remember when I saw it, I texted you right away, and I put like a lot of exclamation points, and I'm like, okay, I'm sure he's watching this too. <laughs> But yeah. <laughs> did, did they say something about Metroid? Prime Four? I, I I don't remember. You know, I, I was watching a lot of it with the sound off because I was yeah. on a conference call. 
So um, I don't remember. I didn't. I didn't. I don't remember seeing anything about that. So that's one game I'm. I'm. I'm very hyped for. Mm -hmm. But uh, they recently, not recently, but a couple months ago, they announced they had to restart. Restart the whole again. process. Yeah. Oh, that sucks. Apparently, the, it wasn't up to the standards, and they restarted the project. Hey, I always agree with I'll that wait. approach. <laughs> yeah, I agree with that approach. Yeah. If you don't have a quality product to put out to the market. Go back to the drawing board and make sure that it is. Yep. Um, but yeah, so with that, we're probably going to wrap this one up. Yep. Um, we'd like to thank you guys for joining us again on this ride that we're taking down uh, the No Name Game Avenue. Uh, <laughs> we are probably going to try to do some things on social media because we've never really done them. Yep. Um, and I think we're in a better place now to do those things. Um, but next episode, we will probably get into some more detail about our our idea for for advertising and strategy for um, this industry and for uh, segment marketing. Um, I think that I think that that's a textbook that is <laughs> lacking in today's educational yeah. system. You know, um, I agree. So it would be would be really interesting to put something like that together. Um, yeah. I want to I want to mention uh, follow us um, on Instagram at what is it at, at the No Name Games. No, at the No Name Gamers. At the No Name Gamers. Yeah, at the No Name Gamers. We're so bad at We're this. We're the worst. <laughs> We're the fucking worst. We need a. We need somebody to babysit. We need an adult. That's what we need. At the No Name Gamers on Instagram and Twitch. We we we. I have been saying that we're gonna yeah. start streaming on Twitch and we haven't. And we haven't. But you know what I just did? I bought this beautiful mic. Yeah. Which I bought it like two months ago, and now is when we're using it. But I'm glad we're getting some use out of it. I'm gonna definitely start using it to stream on our Twitch channel. I Probably don't... some Hearthstone and definitely some Magic Arena. Oh, that's cool. That would be cool. be cool. Yeah. Um, I don't remember our user on Twitch, but if you look for us, no name games. Yeah, <laughs> you'll probably I, find us. I, I will. I, you know, we'll probably take another look at the channel and see if there's any way, anything we can do to to. Uh, I just put a stream. I just put up a Streamlabs um overlay on it um so i have to look again and see you know what we're gonna do with it but cool all right well peace that's out that's it bye hasta luego adios adios